back with Vershawn Jackson on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Tough Talk Tuesdays, it's Mr. Jackson. In the building with me is the great one, Adam Carriker. Adam, how we doing, buddy? I'm glorious. How you doing? Man, I am excellent. Let's get right into Tough Talk Tuesdays. What is the Nebraska standard? What What is it currently or what do we want it to be? What, let's talk what is it currently. I think currently right now it's can we get to a bowl game, which is crazy. Um, but I think that's kind of like, hey, if we get there, give Frost more time. If we don't, probably not. Going forward, I think ideally, in my mind anyways, the Nebraska standard is to compete for championships way more often than not. Be in that conversation for a Big Ten West title, a Big Ten championship game, New Year's Six. Hopefully we get to a point where we can be in the CFP conversation. But to me, the standard is competing for championships and being in that conversation way more often than not is ultimately what I think of when I think of Nebraska football. What's, what grade will you give Nebraska football for what we did in the transfer portal? Oh, so far? I mean, so it's interesting because we have 24 newcomers that are currently set to come in in this class. Uh, 14 high school, 10 via transfer portal, a couple of JUCOs in there. If you look at the high school class, it's, it's probably the lowest-ranked class we've had and I don't even know how long. It uh, doesn't mean we can't find some ballers in there, but if you look at the recruiting rankings, that's kind of where they're at. But you look at the 10 transfer portal guys, I think you can easily say that this is a top-10 transfer portal class in the country. Do you think we did enough to change the complexity of the offense to change the way we look on offense. We've got a new offensive coordinator. Obviously the offense is going to change new offensive coaches on that side of the ball, running backs, wide receivers, a line. Uh, we brought in some offensive linemen via the transfer portal quarterback, running back a receiver with great speed. Uh, we've done enough to change how it looks. We have brought in talent. We have brought in guys that we know have ability and potential. I've always said potential is the ability to do great things, but you haven't done anything yet. Um, so that potential is there. The question I always have, you know, we just got the number one Juco running back in the country, Anthony Grant, to commit this past weekend. Okay, I'm, that's exciting. If you watch his film, I can see why he averaged 7.1 yards per carry a season ago. It was the Juco player of the year. But at the same time, the last time we had the Juke, number one Juco running back in the country come in was Greg Bell. Started a couple games, and then he was left, and the best things he's ever done in D1 were for San Diego State. So the question is, can we develop them? Can everything come together? Because there's a lot of changes. And can we actually get the results on the field? That's my question. How concerned are you? Because with the defense, let me just be quiet. How concerned are you with retooling that defense? So, lad, most of the focus this offseason has been on the offense and special teams and 
you know, rightfully so. We brought in a punter and a kicker and a long snapper and all that stuff. All that stuff needed to be addressed, and all that stuff is reason for optimism. Uh, not much, at least what's been talked about media-wise, the majority of it isn't about the defense because the defense a year ago was by far the strongest unit on the team. In fact, it was the only unit that was really good at all. Um, but we had a lot of super seniors, you know, and we got guys that aren't coming back. We got Cam Taylor-Britt, Ben Stilley, JoJo Doman. Uh, Will Honus was hurt, but he's announced he's going to the transfer portal. So the question is, can we do it again? Can we get better? Can we be as good? Uh, a lot of those super seniors obviously make, make a lot of difference. So that's the question that I have is, can we do it again? Can we get better? I've always liked Eric Chenander. I thought he got a bum rap when he came in. Nobody was excited about him. I got to learn a little bit about him, and I was like, this dude's a good dude. Hopefully he can quiet some of these people. He's done that. But you and I know how quickly things can change and what's said in the public can change real quick. So for me, offensively, we've done enough to change how things look when we get the results on the field. Defensively, they had basically everyone come back a year ago. This year, it's not quite the same thing. Uh, Daniels is leaving the nose guard. Damian Daniels is, is going elsewhere as well to the NFL. So the question is, you know, with all those super seniors and some of those younger guys gone, can we do it again? Can we do what we did last year and hopefully even improve on it? And I think if the offense and special teams put the defense in better positions, that would help them to begin with. Uh, but that is my question, Mark, and I don't know the answer. Yeah, who's the guy on defense? I mean, we got Caleb Tanner to come back. I think that's a plus. I think with him playing defensive end, though, he's out of position. I think he should be more of an outside linebacker, stand-up guy, because he gives you better range and, because I just think he's small. But other than that, you know, well, and, and you've got uh, um, uh, the linebacker. What's the linebacker's name? No, not no. Payne. Huh? Who'd you say? Uh, Nelson? No, not Nelson. Nelson's 44. Outside, that's rushing. I, I, I view him as a rushing. He had all the tackles. Luke Reimer. Oh, Reimer, yeah. I mean, you got Reimer back, so you got a guy with a motor back. But other than that, who is the guys on defense is my, my question. Who is that guy? Who do we know that can step up to the plate from a defensive line perspective, from a linebacker's perspective? and a defensive back perspective? Well, the hope, you look at physically, I mean, Ty Robinson looks like a 3-4 NFL defensive lineman right now. He's obviously a young, young guy. But you would hope that he would start to develop and he would start to do some things that he could kind of be one of those guys up front. You got Reimer at linebacker. The biggest thing we need on defense that we have not had since Randy Gregory who has not been here in a while. And even his senior year, he was banged up. So it's really just his junior year. Uh, we, we had a really good pass rusher. And before that, it's, it was a while before him, before we had a really good pass rusher. Um, so for me, the number one thing we've got to do, and I've been beating this drum for years, is we got to find a pass rusher. Because mm. we have not had that in a long time. We have improved in stopping the run, yet we still had games where we gave up some rushing yards. Michigan and games like that. Um, but we got to be able to get after the quarterback without Shenander having to blitz all the time. Otherwise, uh, those guys in the secondary get put on islands, and that's tough.
Yeah, well, you made individual plays on the defensive line, right? So the problem that I see is there's not one guy who can be a Superman, a Batman, if you will, during the during the play, a guy that has to make his – he's got to dog his man out, make a great move, and then get to the ball. We don't have guys that separate themselves from blocks on multiple occasions to make big plays. So you're right. We got to have that guy, and that guy has – to learn how to make big plays. Because you, I remember you, from you all the way back to Grant Wisdom, to Trev Albers, to all the great Russians, uh, Project Thomas, Neil Smith, they made individual plays and they changed the complexity of that defense because of it. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, in the pass rush, you got to have a guy who can win one-on-one. You got to start with, ideally, like two. Because then they can't slide a protection, they can't chip with the back, they can't. You know, you freaking tight ends that like the double team. And never block <laughs> one on one. You know, they can't do that stuff if you got two guys. But uh, we've got to start with one. you got to at least have one guy who can threaten. And right now, we don't have a guy who can consistently do that. Uh, Nelson might be the only guy potentially that could do it at the moment. I did think it was, you know, maybe potentially Caleb Tanner at one point. Uh, and, you know, who knows what's going to happen with that. But we don't have that guy right now that, you know, Chenander's like, okay, Let's let's dial up some things for him. Let's put him. I mean, the Rams. When I first got to St. Louis, we had uh, any time we went to third and long, we had Speed Nickel, which was three defensive linemen, and then we had a guy that we'd stand up and we'd do all sorts of stunts, end tackle stunts, tackle end stunts, and they made me that guy. And I was like, you, you're going to have me walking around. I'm like 305 pounds, but okay, you know. But they were trying to design things for me. To, to do things that could get me open. And if you've got one guy, you can start there. Ultimately, you'd like to. But we don't have that just at the moment. That's the biggest thing I've been saying for years. We've got to be able to get after the quarterback. And obviously, in the Big Ten, you got to stop the run. I, just, I felt like we got better, but we did lose two of our three starters on that defensive line, and Dan, Dan, Daniels and Stilly. So we've got to find good replacements for them as well. How big is losing your center? Well, it depends. I mean, all right, if there's any centers out there, don't get offended. But typically the center is, is you know, the lightest player on the line. He typically isn't always your best player because a lot of times he's getting – he's supposed to snap the ball. He's supposed to be the quarterback of the line, make the calls, and then you're usually getting help from a guard. So you're rarely one-on-one. Like an offensive tackle can be one-on-one. A guard can be one-on-one. Sometimes not as much as tackles. But usually that center – he's the guy that's going to get the most help because that's just how football kind of works. Uh, But everything is different. Our best offensive lineman was Cam Jurgens. He finally figured out the snap issues. He was a guy who had the potential to be all big tennis season ago. Had he continued to play well, um, it would have been huge to have him back because the rest of the offensive line is not consistently proven when it comes to blocking at all. And he was the one guy that you're like, okay, he can snap now, he can block, let's worry about the other four positions. Now we're starting from scratch with the center and trying to figure out the other four positions. So to me, because he was the only proven blocker on our line with any sort of consistency, and he was the best lineman, that's why it's a bigger loss to lose him than maybe it typically is for a center on a team. That's Adam character. Adam, I appreciate you coming and joining us. Every every Tuesday, Adam's going to come and, and give us a piece of his mind. Adam, you got anything to say to Husker Country? Last words, parting words? 
Oh, man, I appreciate you having me. I love talking Husker football. Uh, tight ends are just inferior versions, less physical versions of these types of events. I'll leave you with that. <laughs> we got, hey, we'll be right back. It's the captain. I was with Adam Carricker, the ticket 93.7.